All your favorite CBC podcasts are now available on YouTube. The best in award-winning true crime investigations, hilarious comedies, vibrant pop culture conversations, and even more audio series are all available on CBC Podcast's YouTube channel. You'll also find exclusive video first episodes, YouTube shorts, and behind-the-scenes content from our hosts and producers that you can't find anywhere else. So if YouTube is your go-to source for podcasts, just search CBC Podcasts and hit subscribe, and you'll never miss the latest update. This is a CBC Podcast. After four decades in music, most of them with the legendary Inuk band Northern Haze, James Ungalacht is retiring from music, but not without one last album. He'll be here from Iglulik in Nunavut to tell you his story and a little bit about why it was time to say goodbye. That's coming up. I'm Tom Power. You're listening to Q. Take a listen to this. Hearing there is a new song called Atilu by Piuapik, the solo project of one of Canada's most groundbreaking rock musicians ever, James Ungalak. Almost 40 years ago, James and his buddies in the band Northern Haze made history because they recorded what is widely believed to be the first indigenous language rock album in North America. And I gotta tell you, I put on this record the other day, it's heavy. It's heavy like Black Sabbath or like Rainbow or, or Jimi Hendrix. But the guys are singing in Inuktitut. This is what it sounded like. Yeah, heavy as lead, right? From 1985, that's Northern Haze. The memory of his friends in that band are on James's mind as he makes his first ever solo album. Like, there's this really powerful song he wrote for the bass player of that band, Elijah Kunuk, who died in 2007. And, and James will tell you about that song and the whole record in just a minute. But I wanted to let you know that James got on Zoom from his home in Iglulik in Nunavut, where he moved as a kid. As he puts it, he went from learning about hunting to learning about rock and roll. And he started to tell me about his 30-plus years in music, but kind of took me off guard by telling me that his first solo album will probably be his last. Here's my conversation with James Ungalak. Congratulations on the congratulations on the on the new record. Oh, yeah, I would take thanks to all my my good friends, my talented friends. Uh, they made it possible for me. Why did you want to make a solo record? Um, because I'm retiring. I'm, I'm almost done. I'm at my, I mean, I've been on the uh, business for a long time and, um, time to hang up my shoes and, uh, lay back and relax and enjoy my, my, my short time left, uh, with my grandchildren and family. Did making, did knowing that this was going to be your last record change the way you wrote the songs? Um, I think so, because Anayuksakur, one of the songs uh, was written over and over and over again until my Anayuksakur passed away from cancer and my good friend Kuritarik passed away. And um, we recorded it 
the way it was supposed to be written. Yeah. Let's, well, I think we have that song, do we, Sam? Yeah, I think we do. T- take a listen to this. That's Anayuk Sukuruk from James Ungalak's new record, Rebel Music, E52143. You said that's about a, a, a friend of yours. I know it's a very personal song. Can you tell me the story behind that song? Yeah, my friend, uh, Elijah Kunuk, he had cancer and he died and finally died in 2007 and along with our lead guitarist and our vocalist. Um, It was really difficult for us. Uh, I, I didn't know how to... Uh, express myself uh, except write songs. So we wrote the song and um, I think that's what revived our our our, our band, our group together because it was really hard during that time. What do the words mean? Uh, I know he's still there and I know I'm going to see him soon. <laughs> Yeah, that's what it means. What are your first kind of memories of hearing music? Murray McLaughlin, uh, Gordon Lightfoot, Bob Dylan, Neil Young, Jimi Hendrix, Thin Lizzy. Was it on the radio or was it? Oh, yes. We, we listened to them on the radio and, and um, finally we got TV in 80, 82, I think it yeah. was. Yeah. And, um, and we were watching TV and listening to music videos. American bandstand and stuff like that. Yeah. How about your your family? Did, did was there like when I was growing up in Newfoundland, there was a lot of like singing around my house. Like we sang a lot of old songs. We sang a lot of old traditional songs. Like was there much of that going on when you were growing up? So um, my mom was very musical. Uh, she played the accordion, the mouth harp, and uh, the harmonica. And, and um, singing and and yeah, that was my mom. I, I just love I love hearing about that kind of thing, man. Like, what kind of songs was your was your mom singing growing up? Oh, mostly traditional songs, but she played accordion like she learned from the Whalers or somewhere along that line. Um, accordion music. Mm. Um, what were you, you mentioned Murray McLaughlin and Gordon Lightfoot and, and all those people, but Northern Haze doesn't sound like those guys. I mean, it sounds like Black Sabbath. It sounds like Jimi no, Hendrix. What, were you, what I, were you listening to? We, I, I think um, we kind of sounded like everybody when we tried to play like them. What I find interesting is that a lot of the bands of that era, they like especially back in Newfoundland, they didn't write their own music. A lot of these bands, 
did covers. They did other people's songs. I find it interesting that you guys wrote your own, you wrote your own tunes. Yeah. Well, it was, uh, we, our audience were, uh, were Inuit and, uh, we're, we're from a small town and, um, we wanted to sing our songs in Inuktitut and there were no other Inuktitut songs. So we had to create them and play them. Let's 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 let, let's listen to to one of them. Just take a listen to this. That's heavy. It's, it's really good. Yeah, yeah. That's Kuritarik, my my. My late good friend, um, he went to university in Ottawa, and he came home, and he was ripping the guitar like mad, like crazy, awesome, and playing Tim Lizzie and Jimi Hendrix and all the cool guitar riffs on a distortion box. Like... That blew us away. Like, we wanted to play, like, heavier. <laughs> yeah. What did, what did the community think of this heavy music that you guys were making? Um, we had some resistance. Um, we had some... Um, some people did, never liked our music, of course. I mean, it's like that with any new stuff, I guess. Uh, <laughs> um, but we loved it. We played it anyways. Um, we were we were on our own um, time and doing our own, putting, making our own art and and. Just had to put up with it, I guess. <laughs> when I was in Iqaluit and I was talking to uh, musicians uh, who are playing there now, I think every single one of them told me that their biggest influence is Northern Haze. So it's not just that you made that record, it's that you inspired a new mm. a new generation of musicians. Yeah. My wife is a teacher, a grade three teacher, and and when I go pick her up and kids are walking out and they come singing at me going, and that's awesome. And they give me a high five from um, having the oldest guy I remember in 2007, 82-year-old um, uh, gentleman came on an airplane with us to go watch my concert in Sedlik. And that was so special to me, too. Yes. Because mm, you have a very different life playing rock music than, say, your parents and their generation, the very different life than they would have had, right? Yes. Yes. Um I don't go out every day to go catch my lunch. 
I just go to the store and buy it. And I don't know how they did it. Mm, yeah, they were good hunters. Yeah, they had to be. But you're a good rock musician. I, yes, I, I wanted to be. <laughs> I try to be. That's that's a very big compliment. I mean, I would not have done it for that long if I my my great fans uh, never come up to me and told me that I should go up on the stage again and play. And it's my fans. They, they who who really carried me this this long and this far. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Jesse Cruikshank. Jesse Cruikshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl, yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. So I, I got to tell you, James, the whole time I'm talking to you, I can't believe this is your, this is going to be your last record. How are you feeling knowing that this is this is going to be it? I'm very happy. Um, I'm. I'm happy, uh, although I, I'm, I'm going to miss a lot of good friends I made along the way. But I'm really happy I'm going to be home with, with my grandchildren and live happily ever after. You won't yeah. have to talk to people like me anymore, James. That's pretty good. Well, right <laughs> <laughs> they won't have to go public anymore for a while. I think that's what uh, that's what I really miss is my private privacy and uh, my my home and my dear wife and my grandchildren and my my camp. Mm. You must be proud. I hope you're proud of this record. I am. Uh, I'm. I'm really proud of people who helped me along the way. Um, I'm even. I'm more grateful than I think I'm proud because I would not have done it without them. It's a. Be- it's a beautiful record. Thank you so kindly, Tom. I. That's that's special. Thank you very much. We're we're gonna go out on the on the first single off the record. My my I know you do pronunciations normally pretty good, but I, I struggle with this one a little bit. Uh, is it Ale Ane Ra Lunga? Uh, yes, Ale Ane Ra Lunga. It's um, celebration. Uh, so celebrating celebrating uh, nothing. Uh, it's Celebrate you're alive, or celebrate um, you got a job. You, you get to talk to me today. I get uh, celebrate. I get to talk to you today. It's been a pleasure, and um, watching your shows, uh, I love it. 
I love it. Well, it's, it's right back at you, man. I love Northern Haze and I love this record. And I'm so glad after all these years, we were supposed to have you on the show back in Akarawit. I'm so glad we finally managed to get to talk to you. Yeah. So thank you so and, much. Yeah. I'm so happy that we finally talked to you. And um, I'm going to go back to camp and, and wait for whales to, to swim by. Alea Meralonga off of James Ungaluk's new solo album called Rebel Music, E52143. That's out everywhere now. Before that, you heard my conversation from Iglulik in Nunavut with James Ungaluk. All right, that is it for the show today. Tomorrow on the show, take a listen to this. I mean, speaking of breakout songs from movies, that's Jai Ho from the movie Slumdog Millionaire. Tomorrow on the show, one of the biggest movie stars in Bollywood history, Anil Kapoor, who was one of the stars of Slumdog Millionaire, will be here to talk about his new movie, which is seen as a game changer for Indian cinema. It's about a young woman and her quest to have her first orgasm. Anil will be here to tell you why he wanted to be involved and to reflect a little bit on his incredible career. We'll see you tomorrow later on. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.